Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Me, 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 me. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a wonderful episode of Never Growing Up, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Podcasts for adults. (laughs) Uh, We have We are. We we do have cats, but we are hopefully, I think, going to finish this tour around Epcot today. Uh, And we're going to start in one of my most favorite countries, Japan. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait. Uh, so make sure you guys stick around and we're going to power through our tour all on today's episode and we'll see you soon. We're going to power through. Buckle up, buckaroos. My name is Brady McCleary, <laughs> also known to you as Brady Cam on Instagram. And with me, as always, is my wonderful, luxurious, oh, luxurious. beautiful, pink tip haired co- uh, fellow host. <laughs> you said pink tip. <laughs> I did not. It like cut out weird. And I was like, did you just say I have <laughs> Oh my God. Pink tip haired (laughs) yeah it's not so much anymore i actually did get a color but yes it was for like a little while um hi i'm annie at wtw it's like cotton candy sneezed on the tips of her hair (laughs) what i loved it i like really liked it It was like a rose gold you know and i enjoyed it it was like the if the rose gold ears Mm -hmm. licked the bottom of of your hair that, that's exactly it thank you i don't have any hair i know it's okay not everybody no. needs hair i find hair to be annoying so here we are what a problem to have can't relate <laughs> <laughs> all oh, right guys goodness. so we're going uh, we are gonna go through our tour of japan i mean the re- the, the oh man, we are gonna go through the two of our. The, oh my god, wow. why can't I talk today? <laughs> we are gonna go through the tour. We're finishing up the tour. That's yeah, we're doing. Okay. Yeah, we, I think we'll at least at least get through France. I think we'll see how it goes. <laughs> but we we I have such a soft well it's your favorite pavilion I think it is slowly becoming mine too like every time I go in there I'm just like this is the best pavilion it's so beautiful and it's just so much fun and then they got that like uh the kawaii like museum over there on the left and it's like and then they got all the little cutesy stuff in the shops and they're you know the the oyster shell pearl shuckings which is a little sad but you know also I mean they're having fun I mean, yeah, like you know, you know who loves that thing is my mom. <laughs> she uh, loves the world. Like, Sign but- me itchy. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's so funny. And but the thing is, like, you see those at like all theme parks. Like, and I'm not just talking Disney. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. They're well, everywhere. I remember when I was a very small child and we went to SeaWorld and we did yeah, that. Yeah. We had a SeaWorld here when when there used to be a SeaWorld in Ohio. And um there was a hold on. This is a whole other episode. What? There's a SeaWorld in Ohio? There used to be, yeah, in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Where there is literally no sea for thousands of nautical miles, if you will. It made, like, literally no sense. But no, yeah, there was a SeaWorld in, in, well, it was technically Aurora, Ohio, but it was, like, outside of Cleveland. There were these two parks that were, like, right next to each other. So there was was a SeaWorld, which I grew up going to, like, a couple times a year. Like, we loved going to SeaWorld. And then there was another theme park next to it, which was called Geauga Lake. Um, for those of you not, who know Northeast Ohio. I know of Geauga Lake yeah. because I had, yeah, I worked at the water park in um, Cincinnati that's attached to Kings Island. Yeah. Uh, it was Boomerang Bay at the time. And our manager used to be the manager at Geauga Lake. And he talked that's about cool. it all of the time. I, that water, so, so Geauga Lake also had a water park and that water park was the dirtiest thing. Like I <laughs> you didn't walk I out of there Nick with, Castro. A, with a, wait, what was his name? Nick LaCastro. Oh, I thought it sounded like someone else's name that I actually know. And I was like, what? <laughs> that was, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was so gross. Like, I don't know how you didn't walk out of there with a staph infection. Like, seriously. But now there's like videos on YouTube. I'll just send you one because uh, obviously both of those parks are no. They turned Jagga Lake into a Six Flags for like a, a very short period of time, and or no, they turned the whole thing into Six Flags. So they kept it wasn't SeaWorld anymore. It turned into like some aquatic Six Flags adventure, whatever the hell. And then then they, and then there was like the actual like roller coaster park and whatever. And now it is completely like desolate. And it's the saddest thing, considering, like, I mean, I grew up there going a lot, like, both to Geauga Lake and SeaWorld especially. And it's so sad. But anyways, uh, they had those pearl things there. So I don't understand why Disney still has them. Because <laughs> it's like, they're everywhere. And there's one There's one at um, uh, the Yacht and Beach Club. There's one there. Oh, is the there? Yeah. And I, I don't think there's one at the Boardwalk, but I know there's one at Yacht and Beach. At the it's but yes japan is us it is stunning it's probably my favorite store to like get lost in because it's huge and there's just so much it is stuff. huge and they keep re, re uh remodeling it so it's like it's really true. easy to get turned around Ooh, um, no, that's right you're absolutely right they are always remodeling that store i just love that like I'm pretty sure each of the pavilions has, like, a gift from the country. Like, I'm pretty sure that archway that's out there, like, pretty much in the water. Oh, the, oh, oh, the, yeah, that red arch, that red uh, Tory gate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a gift. That is, I mean, it's such a hallmark photo location and in normal times there's usually a photo pass person there along with like literally everyone and their brother trying to take a photo and people who don't give a shit and keep walking through your photos that makes me crazy <laughs> like yeah i mean okay i mean there, there's because there's two kinds yeah because there's some people who are just like having a good time and they they walk through they're like oh i'm sorry and they walk through but yeah, there's some people who are like they can see you like staging your photo yeah. from a mile away and they go like all the way across the pavilion they go from the entrance 
because this is like completely six o'clock, you know, from the entrance yeah. to the uh, the nations or 12, whatever ways north. I don't really care. Yes. <laughs> but it's like 180 degrees. There we go. We'll go yeah. with that uh, from the entrance. And they can see you trying to set up your photo and they will walk all the way around just to get through your photo. Oh, God, you know, so like weird. there's those people too. And it's usually people on scooters, if, like just saying. My, my Google just started talking. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound like a roommate. <laughs> Jesus, I was like, is Matt real? Like, I'm getting you. Yikes. That was creepy. Brought to you by Haunted love- Mansion. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Haunted Bitch Radio. I'm your host. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just love it. Okay, so. In Japan, so there's, like, I don't even know. It's, like, one store, but it's, like... It's a store. Yeah, but it's got, like, so many different zones, I guess. Because they got, like, the the anime area. They got, like, the traditional where you can get, like, kimonos and such. Uh, They got, like, just everyday wear-type clothing in there. They got bags, fans... Uh, umbrellas all sorts of things like cooking utensils they got uh, bento boxes in there Mm -hmm. I just love this store and then you go down to the other end and it's like a little snack shop and it's got all these (sighs) Japanese snacks and let me tell you (laughs) some of them are really good and some of them are really acquired for traditional they're not for me no. <laughs> you know, so this is a very, I mean, this is just an Asian thing in general. There's like a, re- they really like dried seafood and that's fine. But like, I feel like, I don't know, we tried the dried crabs and that was like we a choice I never want to make did. again. I am still haunted. Like my I face is still numb. taste it. Like, oh my God, no. But, you know, Try them after you've had a few violet sakis, and then it's just it's just hilarious for everybody involved. <laughs> and not like disrespectful. Like we not really, you know, we were there. Uh, we were there, and we were like, let's let's be adventurous. Like yeah, let's try something that is traditionally, you know, uh, sold and and enjoyed in in Japan. And we we tried it, and we just could not. It was awful. Survive. Yeah. It was not good. Um, Our white folk yeah. palate did not allow. Yeah, we that. we definitely thought that they would have some kind of like seasoning on yeah, it. Yeah, I thought there'd be like something. Seasoned, but it was just straight up. You pick up a a tiny little crab off of a rock that was dried out and ate and it. it. It was yeah. not good. There's nothing happening. But what is good is all of the food there. Ugh. Do you want to start with so, food? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can start with food. Of course. It's, yeah, let's yeah. uh, let's talk about the the kabuki the kabuki cafe, which I guess that is the kabuki cafe is that little stand, like right next to the giant pagoda, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the one that's. So it's like as you're walking from from the American Adventure, it'll be on your left hand side before you hit the main part, like the main entrance area to the Japan Pavilion. Although y'all know it's been like friggin' year and a half since we've been there, so shit if I know. 
I am. Yeah. I've never gone to this booth because I just thought it was like, you know, one of the like, you know, like there was like random little food booths. And I didn't think there was anything like that was just like pastries or some random stuff. I didn't realize what was on the menu here. And I didn't realize that there was like some pretty interesting drinks. We'll go through it here in the menu. But like I was impressed and now I actually will stop by this little nook. Yeah. So like you said, this is definitely the one that is uh, right. It's like backed up onto the the big uh, building, the tower. And it's like the one that's like if you're on your way out towards America. Yeah. This would be on your, like your last ditch effort of uh, – the the Japanese experience, and then you're on to funnel cakes in America, <laughs> America, <laughs> America. Yeah, and I thought it was you know it's like it's usually just like Joffrey's shit, like Joffrey's tea and coffee. Like that's honestly right. what I thought it this was. So when I looked at this menu, I was like, oh no, kidding, y'all. We learned. Yeah, that. I definitely thought it was just going to be the kakigori, which is the shaved ice. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, there's. There's a handful of things on here. I know. Which I've never even had. I've never had kakigori. Like, well, I've never had it there. I used to love shaved ice. Like, we used to have a shaved ice thing here where I live. And, like, they got rid of it. And I used to love that thing. There's a place in Cincinnati, again, uh, called The Cone. And they put vanilla ice cream at the bottom of their shaved ice. And then, so, like, it's oh, the, the vanilla ice cream. And then the shaved ice. And then, like, whatever flavor that you want. And by the time you get to the ice cream, it's kind of like adapted the taste of the of the flavor that you put in there. So uh, it's so good. It is so good, which and I also believe that's like traditionally uh, what they do in, in Hawaii. Along yeah. With yeah. Putting like the, the red beans at the bottom, the sweet beans. Yes. Yes, I, I have heard that. They have an alcoholic kakigori. It's the sake mist. I didn't even know this. Can you imagine how refreshing that would be when it's hot With as shit blood, there? Orange, coconut, pineapple, or blackberry. I'm that sounds good. my computer. How this is, <laughs> this is what's fascinating about Disney. You can go to Disney like a in normal times. You could go to Disney like a bajillion times a year and still learn about new places. And here, I cannot yeah. believe I didn't know that there was like friggin' sake shaved ice. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, I want one. <laughs> that sounds yeah, that so sounds good. really. I, that sounds really good. I'm gonna the, hit that up next time there. The the I, I think that's the sweet milk topping would be really good too. Oh yeah, a little thick maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then they got sushi. Just basic sushi. It is like basic. California yeah. roll, spicy roll. <sighs> everything is ruined. Uh, they put cucumber in everything. I can't stand that. Oh, I didn't know you didn't like cucumber. Yeah, I like pickles, but like cucumber, especially in sushi, like I just feel like oh, it completely it. overtakes the taste of everything else. That's okay. Yeah. Like, oh, well, it's crunchy. Like, I... no, it's just cucumber. I don't particularly care for tempura in my sushi, nor do I like cream cheese in my sushi. Oh, no, no. I can, oof. Cream cheese in a sushi roll for me. I like cream cheese, but uh, not in yeah, a sushi roll. Yeah, it's not It makes like it weird. so thick and yeah, like, yeah. impossible to swallow. Hi, Douglas. Now, the alcoholic beverages here are amazing. Like, it's actually beverages. impressive. <laughs> Um, yeah, they got a good handful here. The uh, hot sake, cold sake, plum wine, Kirin. Matt always gets a Kirin whenever we go to uh, 
the, the restaurant there. Have you ever had a, the frozen Kieran? Nick gets it. It's pretty good. Uh, it's, I have not. Taste. I mean, it's like a it's like a shaved ice, but beer. <laughs> it's good. It's odd, but it's good. Oh, uh, I mean, this is impressive, so guys. They do got quite the list, like, and that line there is never very long, so no, it's there. it's going to be pretty easy to get through that. How, like, I feel like everyone always talks about it, and I I do get it. Sometimes for some people, sake is an acquired taste. Nick's not a huge fan of sake, and everyone always wants the the great the the Grand Marnier slush over in France. This I feel like this is really slept on. I know I've never had it, and I'm about to get it whenever I go. <laughs> I'm gonna hit it up. I'm gonna hit it up, hit it up. Okay, this is where Matt and I eat. You love almost every place. single time we. I mean, actually, okay. So we we eat here every time we go to uh, to Disney when we have our trip. But we also do longer trips than than most people. We usually do like a seven or eight day trip, uh-huh. and that includes at least three stops to Epcot. Yeah. So we all we always eat here at Katsura Grill. It is so good. The, it's a little crazy. Uh, the it's the seating's real tight in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it is real tight in there. So, but they, it's a good. It's a fast turnout. So like, there's always somewhere to sit. It just might be awkward to get to it. But when I tell you, the food here is so good. Um, I've had the sushi rolls in here, and they're pretty. They're pretty good. The spice roll was really good. Mm-hmm. I've had, and I've had the curry. You love the and curry. Yeah, Matt <clears throat> actually was stationed in Japan at Kadena uh, for three years when he was in the Air Force, and they would go to this place called Coco's Curry, and it's like, if anybody is listening and they have been to Japan. And they've had that, like they're like, "Oh my god, cocoa curry!" Or you know, it's 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 like the thing. When it, whenever anybody comes back stateside from being stationed in Japan, that's all uh-huh. they can talk about is cocoa curry. And Matt said that this place is it tastes so similar oh, wow. to cocoa curry. Uh, so it really like just brings back a really fond memory for him. And the curry is so good. The the chicken cutlet on it is just so perfectly crispy, and it's like never too greasy like for being a fried cutlet oh, it's mm-hmm. just <laughs> mm. i have never made a japanese curry i gotta find like a recipe for it because like i've made like a thai curry which my husband doesn't really care for because it's like kind of coconutty and then i obviously made like indian curry but i've never made a japanese curry and i gotta try it uh i've actually made an indian curry and i've made the japanese curry but i've never made a thai curry i really like it Nick, nick's not a huge fan I like Thai curry. Uh, yeah, sometimes some places can make it too sweet, like too coconutty, yeah. um, but it is made with coconut milk, so if yeah. that explains that. Ruins <laughs> uh, everything. <laughs> they make Thai curry, or not, sorry, Thai curry, Japanese curry, pretty easy to make. Uh, I just take some, uh, some vegetables. Usually it's just like, I don't really like carrots, but because it calls for it, I take the the shredded carrots and I put it in some some oil and I you know saute those a little bit with some onion and garlic 
then I add cubes of potatoes. Oh, back up. Onion and garlic. I take that out, and then I cook my uh, very small diced beef. Not ground beef, but diced beef. Uh, really fine diced beef. And then you, you brown that up. Then you put everything back in with your potatoes, brown it up, you know, like stir it around a little bit, uh-huh. add water, Ooh. wait till it boils, let it get nice and soft. And then they just sell these, uh, I think it's called golden curry. And it's just like packets. And then you just like break them off or break them up. They're little cubes and you break them up and you put Almost it in like there. Almost like a and, type situation? Yeah. 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 Then, but it like, it thickens it up. It adds all the seasonings and it's freaking delicious. And then if you want to get fancy, you can do your chicken cutlet on there also. But at that point, I'm like, I'm done cooking. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. That's so good. Ugh. I, I think the the menu here is is really like kind of reminds me of like, well, they have like obviously ramen and udon and stuff. It reminds me of some restaurants I used to go to in New York. And like I would – the thing is, is like I'm not feeling udon or ramen. I'm really not feeling like a hot dish like this in, when it's as hot as it normally is when I'm there. I think that's my issue. I think that's why I've never been here. But the menu looks fantastic, though. That's true. Um, and it is, I guess you got to take it how it is. That's, I mean, once the nation's opens, Matt and I typically don't go back to Futureland or uh, anything yeah, like that. We just start drinking around the world and, you know, we'll just eat around. But it is kind of, yeah, like kind of think, you know, because after you eat curry, sometimes you get the curry sweats, you know. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard that. And you, curry and, well, you, you smell like a walking curry dish. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Like, I've, I get the meat sweats if I eat meat now these days. No, but. it's just like, you know, it's just all that curry, you know. Yeah, I hear you. comes out through your pores. Uh <laughs> I never really noticed it, but also, you know, you never really notice yourself, really but other people in line at Frozen might be like, what the fuck is that smell? Be like, buddy, <laughs> hitting up the uh, chicken cutlet curry there, buddy. You're, yeah. You're like, then, it was delicious. Thank you. It is. Okay. So, but the, the, I, this restaurant itself just has so many, this is the, um, the quick service restaurant. So this is where mm-hmm. you'd go uh, if you just want, you know, your quick, quick meal. Uh, but it's still got so many different options. It's got a big selection for children. Um, mm-hmm. It's even got desserts. And then their beverages, they have different beverages in here, including alcoholic. And Matt, like I said, always gets the Kirin. And I've gotten, oh, I don't see it on here. I wonder if this sake is just like some house type sake or if it's like <clears throat> you can kind of choose. Um, I'm sure they have like a very small selection in in here, um, but they also have a an unfiltered green, sake, which is foul. A green matcha like shake kind of thing, but it's alcoholic. But I don't cool. see it on this menu. I wonder if it's in no. Sometimes these are not like the most up to date. Plus, I know that they they um, in some of the cases they've sh- shrank the menu a bit because of COVID. Hmm. That'd be a random thing to take off, but yeah, that was it was okay. I uh, go. This was this is actually right before COVID. This was in February of last year, and one of my clients wanted to go out to dinner to a sushi restaurant, and we and he wanted hot unfiltered sake, 
And I had to force that down. Anyways. Okay, so I'm looking at the uh, the little link where we get all of our you know info from, uh-huh. and it's showing my our little our little spot to get the signature drink of Japan, the Violet Sake. If you don't know, you should by now. I talk about it almost every episode. Yeah. <laughs> Even when we're talking about other countries, I'm like, but Violet Sake. <laughs> so, um, it's so good. Guys, this thing has a 14% alcohol content, It'll and you would never know. No, it is so never. good. It's like perfectly sweet, but not too much so. But it's saying, like, uh, the, on the link, it's showing the link for Catcher Grill, but it's a picture of that, area. Of that little. But isn't yeah. Catcher Grill, like, up those stairs right next to it? Yeah, Catcher Grill is up the stairs yeah. right behind it. I wonder if this is, like, a like an offshoot i think of it, it is yeah i think it's like i, I forget what it's called i think it's it has like some kind of flower name i want to say but that's not yeah thing. anyway when you guys see it you'll know it's it's right at the bottom of those steps up for katsura grill and that's where you get your violet sake they got other drinks there but none of them matter <laughs> nothing um matters. nothing matters but that violet sake and then across the the road from that you have three other restaurants. One's kind of hidden. And it's not open right now, which is really, really, really sad, but I understand why. Yeah. Um, and that one is the uh, Tokyo Dining? Yeah, so Tokyo uh, Dining's not uh, open. Ta- ta- Takumi Tai? Takumi Tai is another... Is, that's the one that I'm sad that's closed right now. Like, I've been to Tokyo Dining. It's fine. but And then, like... Teppanetto is is open now. So that is open. Okay, so Tokyo Dining and Teppanetto are the two that are up yep. those giant Ooh, stairs. Right, right. Garage. Okay, so I, I could talk about Japan all day, guys. We're already at 30 oh, minutes here. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Say totally. Okay, so. Oh, shoot. So Tokyo Dining is in Teppanetto. You go up the, the big, long staircase uh, and – Tokyo Dining's on the right, and that's actually where Matt and I had our first anniversary dinner. Aww. Um, and they were really sweet about it. They brought us out, like, paper mache, or not paper mache, uh, pa- origami, like, cranes, and they gave us free ice cream, they gave us oh, free yeah. drinks, and, like, they they sang to us. It was so cute, and it was such a good time. Yeah. We, were right, we had a really cute window seat that was looking over the water and everything, so it was just, like, a really nice experience and the food there is really good yeah it's really um, good and then on the other side is your traditional hibachi um like party style seating which right if temperament is open and not tokyo dining that's a little weird for me yeah because yeah because you're seated i mean i'm sure most of you listening have been to a hibachi style restaurant and you're seated with people that are not part of your party which is one reason why I hate hibachi restaurants because <laughs> um, I just don't like sitting next to people I don't know. Um, but you would, unless I'm, I'm assuming they probably, it's like one party to a table. And maybe what another thing too, is they probably just combined the two dining experiences. Cause what probably. does it look like right now? Okay. This is a lunch menu. Are you at the Tepan Edo? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like they've combined because there's sushi. Because the Tokyo Dining, like when I've eaten in Tokyo Dining, I've I've just had sushi. 
Um, and it looks like that's the case here. Like it's like sushi and hibachi. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. Well, I don't know because I'm seeing. Well, like okay, so you said that they did change some of the menus to, you know, yeah, they're to, not for all COVID like, reasons. Yeah, they're not as expansive. Because like, you know, dining, Matt and I got like these bento dishes that were really cute, and I, I'm not seeing that, but I am seeing stuff that I also got that was there. Yeah. But yeah, it's. I mean, hibachi grills are always fun. Um, I personally don't care for them because of the pressure to catch the food in your mouth that they throw yeah. at you and or the you, now you're in front of a table of people you don't know God, and it. it's like i hate it it's like i don't want to miss in front of people i don't know yes and so it's just... so good like that's the annoying part yeah oh god i don't know what it is about watching them make the food in front of you or like the seasoned grill whatever it is but like you will never recreate Unless you have a uh, fried rice, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a I have a walk at home, and I and I make pretty decent fried rice, but it's still just like not the same as going right and oh, getting no. it yeah. made in front of your face. In front of your face. <laughs> in front of your face. But are are we going to go through this menu and see what we would eat? Yeah. Are we just yeah. going to talk uh, talk about move on and? We can yeah we can we can talk about it like okay so let's kind of like glaze over it because it's not like. It's not it's, it's, amazing. Like, I'm not like, this is not, this is shit that I can get at home. I'm going to be very honest. Right. It's not overly impressive. <laughs> Spicy calamari. I have to get that. Matt really likes calamari for somebody who really hates seafood. Mm. Um, I'm going to get this volcano roll. Yeah, I'm not overly impressed with their sushi selection. I mean, it's not, like, extremely wide. Now... Those of you who are sushi snobs, I get what you're saying. Real sushi, you don't have like all these crazy ass rolls. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying like they don't like all you're giving me are two. Like if I wanted to be like real like legit and just get like sashimi or something, like it's just tuna, salmon, and yellowtail. Like you could get that at any sushi restaurant. I'm not a real. I'm, look, I, I'm looking at the at the the sushi quote unquote menu here. Mm-hmm. They've got volcano roll, spicy roll, California roll. And then they got samplers. You gave me three rolls, and then now I have an option for a sampler. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's just I'm not really impressed with the sushi. Uh, it and again, I'm not saying like I'm not asking you for 25 different crazy ass rolls, but here we are. I think their hibachi selection is really nice, though. Personally, personally, and they have a a um. A plant-based option, which if you listen to last week's episode, I was having a cow over the lack of plant-based options in the Festival of the Arts. But here we are. I was having a beef over no salad. Having a beef. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a cow here. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, and they have, like, some really great, you know, Japanese-American cocktails, and they have a very nice sake selection, very similar to the sake selection you'll find downstairs in Mitsukushi, where they have a sake bar. It's that slept on, and that is awesome. They have a great Junmai selection here, which is my personal favorite. Look at this. Violet Silk Martini. That sounds nice. Vodka shaken with purple pear and lime juice. It's like a... Almost like a violet sake, but with the vodka. But can you just put a sake yeah. in this? 
<laughs> yeah, I just have a violet sake. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Would you Would you mind going down those steps and getting me a violet sake? Thanks. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just let's move to the next restaurant. Oh, that's the last one in Japan. So, so the one thing to, to talk about here is that Takumte is not open right now. Takumte is, in my opinion, the highlight of dining at Disney on Disney World property. I actually think it's better than Victorian Alberts right now. I think. The, oh wow! Yeah, I was there last year um, before all this happened, obviously. And yeah, we that did, was during so, our our trip. Yeah, yeah. So I was eating. Uh, you can you have the option to eat there a la carte, or they have the tasting menu, which is similar to the menus at Victorian Alberts. And Victorian Alberts is obviously more like French inspired, and obviously this is purely Japanese food. And the food, the quality, the service, the attention to detail, I can't speak more highly of Takumte. And it's this very little hidden space. And some people are like, oh, like, yeah, if you do the full tasting menu, you're going to be there for like two hours. Um, But if it's and it's very expensive, I'm not going to like go like say that it's not. But if you're wanting to splurge personally, I almost enjoy it more at Takumte than I did at Victorian Arbors. Victorian Arbors can be a little stuffy. And not that I, I like fancy shit. Like, I mean, I, I, I as in the intro today, I am luxurious. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am luxurious. There's something about, like, Asian hospitality that's just absolutely stunning. Um, and I feel like there's more meaning to it versus, like, Victorian, like, the pretentiousness of Victorian Arbors. Not that I don't love Victorian Arbors. I've been there several times. But I personally, at this point, I think I prefer Takumte more. I wish it was open. It makes me sad. I wish I would have gone. Uh, that's It sounded like a really nice experience. It was beautiful. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you were out there with Nikki, who's going to be co-hosting whilst you are Yeah. Out. We've got quite the list of co-hosts, yeah. guys. So I'm really excited about it and sad because I, I wish I was here with them. <laughs> uh, but I'll be popping in. Yes. Yes. For, for those of you who don't know... Um, Brady will be deploying um, shortly. Uh, obviously, we can't talk about the dates or anything like that. But we have reached out to several Disney creators and non-Disney creators who will be helping me out while Brady's away. So we're excited. Yeah. But also very sad. I'm excited for you and me. Yeah. So that's Japan. It's beautiful. I think it's the most beautiful um, uh, pavilion at night. Oh yeah, it's just, uh, it's just so peaceful. I just, I feel so calm yes, and at ease it. there. That's the one pavilion. Like I mean, especially even even if Epcot is just a zoo, it is so peaceful there. I love it. Yeah, oh. and then like because if you go up to Katsura Grill, they've got like this whole like garden too that usually never has anybody in it. So the, there's like this whole backside garden. It goes behind that big tower. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and there's nobody there, but it's like really pretty. They got a bunch of koi fish and some ponds, and it's just really pretty. I love it. And I can go on and on and on and on and on <laughs> about Japan, and on and on and on, and I've never really been. Sweet, so what do we got here? Morocco. All right, Mo- on to Morocco, another slept-on area. Slept-on area. Fact, I was. I saw somebody post on on the Disney Gram. They're like. In your opinion, what's your least favorite pavilion at Epcot? I'll go first. Morocco. Um, I'm like, we have a whole ass America in the pavilions, yeah. and you're going to say Morocco? 
And I on, honestly, if I think about that, honestly, I think the American one is is my least favorite. And I'm not trying to like shit on my country. I'm just saying like I'm here. I live in America. I don't need to eat American food. And I, I don't know. I just I find it's the most bland. It is exactly what like <laughs> it is exactly like the America pavilion. It's America. It's America. It's very bland. So that's I. That's, no, I did think. Yeah, I did think about that because I was like, okay, like why why do they have an American pavilion here? But then I realized Disney World, unlike Disneyland, is literally people from all over the world come to Disney World. Like if if people are are making a trip from another country to a Disney park, uh, it's typically Disney World. Um, And so then I was like, okay, so that I guess it makes sense that they have a little American blurb in there. But I mean, like they could just go to McDonald's down the road and figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it's literally the same. <laughs> so we're not trying to like poo-poo, and we're not trying to be unpatriotic. Obviously, um, Brady is fighting uh, for our freedom, so y'all can suck it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the military. I can say what I want about it. Yeah, so um, do not come <laughs> for us if you're going to be like, Meh. I'm like, I don't see your ass going out there and fighting for us. So shut up. <laughs> Oh, that pisses me off. Anyways, Morocco is cool. And Morocco is slept on from a dining aspect and just from like walking around. It's absolutely air conditioning aspect. The air conditioning in Morocco is second to none. They have whole ass rooms that I didn't even know about until I went with you. Yeah. And we were just like kind of like meandering our drunk asses through the area. (laughs) And we like stumble upon this room and it's just like air conditioned and beautiful everything inside is so beautiful they have all these uh uh i don't want to say outfits freaking i mean yeah they're they're costumes of the period yeah that they're in yeah it's it, it it's um and it's open right now last time i went i think it was during food and wine and it was like a bajillion degrees both um brian at disneyland for one and i were there and um we were dying and i was like just make it to morocco we can sit in the, we could sit in the in the uh in the little in the little gallery and it was closed i almost started crying <laughs> i was unwell I was guys all the lights there are so beautiful just the detail of the architecture in morocco is so beautiful oh yes it's personally beautiful. the drinks in morocco aren't quite my favorite uh they're yeah. a little too dark rum heavy which I find, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, it is very dark rum heavy. I, I honestly don't drink in this pavilion, quite honestly. I always, always forget, and we'll get to the menu of Spice Road Table here in a minute. But Spice Road Table, which is a fantastic restaurant, again, slept on. It is fantastic. Great, great view of the fireworks, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. It has a lounge. Like, you can just stand yeah. at your bar. It's one of the few countries that actually has, like, a like a bar that you can hang out at. Um and it's the drinks there are, and they have a full bar, so it's like a little bit better. But yeah, like I just really don't drink in that area. And plus, like Morocco is mainly a Muslim nation, so they don't drink there at all. I don't, I don't think drinking is a lot at all. So it's, <laughs> I don't think drinking is their forte. Is what I'm trying to say, <laughs> which is totally cool. Like you know, that's your that's your choice. I just don't think they're they're not strong on the drinking area. No, no. But I'm strong on the drinking area. I am, but you know, you know, everyone to to each his own, to each his own. But it's. Yeah, I'm just place. like going through the these pictures, like oh, I just guys, I miss Disney so much. I know uh, we're so sad. Uh, but like, 
I just like I love the shops here. Like it's got that obviously it's like got that bizarre feel. Yeah. And just everything, all the little they got little uh little lamps, I call them little genie lamps, you know. And yeah. I think they're actually the regale of the of the people. Yeah, and and honestly, like all the mosaic work, the tile work throughout the pavilion. Like, if you have some time to just kind of like hang out and go through, like walk through the pavilion and look at the mosaic work and the tile work, it is tremendous. It is absolutely stunning, and it um, it makes sense. And I I want I wish every single country was like this because this is a hundred percent. I mentioned in Japan that I think like the uh, archway was a a gift, but. The entirety of the Morocco pavilion was it's the only country in the showcase that was fully sponsored by the government right. of Morocco. Right. And so everything that's in there is exactly as it would be built over in actual Morocco, uh, from the prayer towers to the buildings. Um, and the phallic you know, wall. It's just, <laughs> and the phallic wall. Can we talk about the phallic wall for a minute? <laughs> We can always talk about a phallic wall. So, like, for those of you who know, and you see it all the time, there is a phallic wall. It looks like a penis. It is in the back, back parts of. It's actually very close to when you, um, what's the other restaurant there? I can't think of its name. It's not open right now, I don't think. Uh, Is that Restaurant Marrakesh? Um, Yes, Restaurant Marrakesh. Um, It looks like a giant pee-pee. And it's super funny to take a picture there, but I'm starting to see people posting pictures that are really inappropriate. Like I saw one. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, and, and I'm just going to say like, I kind of take, I've been kind of stepping back from some of the Facebook groups of like, of Disney annual pass holders because it's become very political. Unfortunately, I didn't know there were so many um, racist folk in uh, that like Disney as well, but here we are. Um, but like they just post some really like inappropriate stuff. Like people are like on like you know how like you stand on your hands and then you and you twerk your butt. Yeah, like doing that. It's like guys, like look, you could take a silly picture with the penis. Like just don't make it obvious. There's kids there. Like this is a this is a uh, Disney podcast for adults. But like we are fully aware that there are children around us. Like right, you don't need to be like twerking on the penis wall. Like, settle down. Take a picture with it. Yeah, cool. the, it's fun. But, like, come on. The Disney Parks podcast for adults, like, the adults come to find our podcast. And if children are happening to listen, like, that's the parents' problem at that yeah, point. But right. we, at Disney World, you go to really their Yeah, like, we're, environment. we are that's not, not so much, but still. You know, there's still children there. Um, yeah, so – and also, like, the the people of Morocco – are the people who are working at Morocco. Yeah, and that's very disrespectful to And Yeah, you know, it's, it's disrespectful to them. And, you know, they're very modest yeah. people as a whole. So, like, and then you're out there throwing your ass in a circle. So just control yourselves, people. Yeah, like, I know y'all, like, drunk. But, like, get it together. <laughs> just don't, just don't twerk yeah. on it. Like, take a picture with it. Like, it's funny. I get it. We have pictures of it together. We- did take pictures together and i thought they were tasteful <laughs> yeah it's just like us like, ah, thumbs up. like ah, penis. you know yeah, but like i am on honest to god i am i'm really surprised that that thing is still up there and part of me thinks that disney keeps it up there because it brings people to the morocco pavilion 
Oh. Because honestly, it's so slept on. It is so slept on, and I think because it has like kind of like an air of like I think people get a little like weirded out by it, which is really unfortunate and just prejudiced. And y'all need to stop being garbage. But um, it's a beautiful, beautiful. I think the food is fantastic. Spice Road Table is a phenomenal tapas type style restaurant, more Mediterranean tapas. Um, the food's fantastic. Phenomenal view of the fireworks. I love Spice Road Table. We should go to that menu. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I have it pulled up right now. There we go. And so it's a, just a lounge menu, you know. Um, they that you walk in and they got a restaurant, or um, you walk in they got a bar, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's really pretty just too. Really it's pretty, like, yeah. yeah. It's, like it's got like blue lit up stained glass like um, mosaics. Like it's just really pretty. And <laughs> I think it's so – they have a, a lot of really great plant-based um, stuff here too. But damn it, these guys are trying to make these hummus fries happen. And God help me, those things are terrible. They're so hot. And like I like spicy food, but like these ones are inedible. And they always have them at the um, food and wine. It drives me nuts. I hate I actually, I actually like the, the hummus fries. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not you – know, yeah, I'm not really a fan of – of hummus. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there my it volume's is. not on very high. I I heard it. I'll make sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Hummus to me is just not great. It's like oh, I love not, oh my God. not good. I'm not I trying to it. like shit on anybody that no, no. enjoys it, but you know, or disrespect them. But I like the hummus fries because I think it's like a texture thing for me. Sure. So like the hummus fries have like a like an actual like crisp to it. Yeah, um, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, and even then, like I'll I'll have like maybe two or three. I'll pick up. I'll, I'll eat one or two off of somebody's plate. You know, I, I would yeah. never order it for myself. Um, pomegranate chili crispy cauliflower sounds that really looks good. Really, good. I am really impressed, and I, I think it's just been a hot minute. And I, obviously, I haven't been here since I became vegetarian in 2020, uh, January. It's been a year now, which is weird. Um, uh. But, uh, yeah, they have a pretty decent, like, either plant-based or vegetarian um, options here, which makes me want to go back because I love it. I want the non-spread. Dude, I know. And they have a Zatar, um, like, spread. Oh, kids. Tell me about it. Also, their grape leaves are plant-based. They're not the meat-stuffed ones, which are very good. did not like those. No, did not like those. Oh, I love it so much. Uh, yeah, uh, me, my husband, Matthew, and my cousin, Vanessa, ate here, and it was just, oh. no thank you. I just uh, I mean, the food was yeah. all really good, but the grape leaves <laughs> were not. Well, I personally like it. <laughs> and that's okay. Not everyone likes stuffed grape leaves. It's a very acquired taste. Um, but they, oh, they also have a cheese-filled phyllo. With cucumber tomato relish. Now that's not plant based, but that is vegetarian. So that is something that my husband and I would eat. Plus, we like, you know, that sounds real good. Dude, I am like, dude, oh do not shit. sleep on this menu, fam. This is real nice. Also, yeah, Moroccan yeah. pastries are the shit. Don't let anyone else tell you. God. Yeah, the, the little uh, dessert platter there. This is like phenomenal. Like, this is what I want to do. A, a large 
beer and wine selection and then yes. they have a signature drink selection also which i didn't even know they have in I, they, so mint tea is you know very uh i love mint tea and mint tea is very common in morocco but this one fam it's got the sapphire gin with the mint tea and i want to make that now this evening <laughs> do it i think i might <laughs> with bombay sapphire Ooh, yeah that looks i have real nice <gasps> Look at this Moroccan mule. Guys, what is going on? Moroccan mule, the, the fig vodka, which is very, very good. Ginger beer, agave, and lime. Oh my hell. Morocco's showing up to the party. Look at this. I don't like cucumber vodka. That's gross. I'm not going to be about that. Hibiscus mimosa is probably real good. Blood orange mimosa. Fam. I think I had... Okay, it was either I had the 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 Mahayarita or the Medina Mixer. Ooh, that looks really good. I didn't even see that. That's with the Mahia fig brandy, agave, lime juice, sumac salt, and pomegranate seeds. That sounds really good. Wow. They have a hot t- Moroccan hot the, I think it was the Medina Mixer. I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, is that the non-alcoholic beverages. Oh, oh, yeah. That's impressive. Oh, and they got their non-alcoholic iced mint tea. <gasps> they have assorted fountain beverages. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> this place is amazing. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to see they don't have Dasani. Like, why Disney sells Dasani sills beyond? Oh, it's because it's a Coca-Cola product. Yeah, Coca-Cola. But, why does everyone Sonny's like Sonny so much? I, I I honestly don't know. I don't know. It's just people behave. I feel like it makes you thirsty. It does. You are. I don't know why, but it does make you thirsty. You are correct. It just like because like there's the smart water that they sell, and it's more expensive than the uh, the Sonny. Yeah. But like I tell you, I mean, you're kind of forced. There's more places that sell Dasani, so you're, you're more often or not forced to buy the Dasani. But I feel like you just have to keep buying water bottles because it's so – there's like, you know, I can't even think. There's like chlorine and yeah. – the fact that when you open up Dasani and it goes, is unnatural. <laughs> you know, and, and it annoys me how expensive smart water is because I actually prefer smart water. Um, like we have one of those zero water filters – have you ever heard of those? Uh-uh. So it's like a many, many steps above a Brita or like any of those where like it takes it to almost zero, like the amount of stuff that's in your water. We have like where I live is very, very hard water. Um, and so, oh, I forget who recommended it to me because they were saying like some of the because people who have autoimmune issues like myself um, have issues with inflammation and some of the stuff in our water has it, it could be total bullshit, whatever. Um, we got one of the zero wa- water filters and it is like the best tasting water, like straight from like the stream of heaven. I don't even know. <laughs> See, I have a Brita. Yeah. We have have just like the re- the regular filler, you fill her up, stick it in the fridge kind of thing. Yeah, that's what My only concern about that zero thing, as, as refreshing as it sounds, is like you said, water, you know, water up in, in your area is, is a little hard. But my, my fear is that I w- water tastes different everywhere. Yeah. You know, I remember when I first moved into the dorms at 
uh, Herbert Field when I first enlisted. Mm-hmm. You had to live in the dorms. And unless you're buying, like, bottled water, you're drinking water from your bathroom sink tap. Yeah. Because um, we don't have kitchens or anything right, in our right. dorms. So it was, like, it tasted like it was filtered with sand. Yeah. <laughs> it tasted like sandy water. Yeah, our water's cool. But I got used to it. You yeah. Know? And then I moved into my own place, and then that water kind of tasted weird because now it didn't taste like that wa- the water that I was drinking. Right. So it's, like, I always get really worried that, like, what if I st- – only people who only drink water bottles it blows my mind because it's like what if you're trapped somewhere and your only option is a fucking faucet the other thing too about these like zero water filters is that like it takes the fluoride out which is kind of a problem but like i don't know like i feel like i mean if you're brushing if you're taking care of your teeth and, and using a fluoride mouthwash you might be fine i honestly don't know i am am, am in no way uh but anyways, the whole zero, that's what I, we, we, ha- it's a picture too. Like we don't, ha- it's not like an, uh, it's like just a picture we fill up in our house, but it's so good. It's expensive. I'm going to have to look that up. It's yeah. I mean, like I, it's been recommended like for many people, I want to get like a portable one that I can bring with me. Cause like, ain't no water as good as that. IMO. God, I'm IMO. So we're well, at guys, three minutes. <laughs> we made it through two countries. We tried. We did our best. I just couldn't say mu- enough about yeah. Japan, and I just, if I can encourage, I literally just Googled zero. <laughs> yeah, just put zero. zero water filter, and that's all it is. Yeah, I, I meant to do that, but I, I typed in zero and hit enter, so I just had a <laughs> bunch of numbers on there. Anyways, guys, once again, uh, go go to Epcot and uh, dig deeper, you know? Go yes. to each country. Yes. There's... I hate to say it. There's more than just the alcohol in the country. It's very true, there's, guys. And always look up. No matter where you're at at Disney on property, always look up because there's some – they they don't skimp on details. One of my favorite pictures that I've ever taken at Disney is actually looking up in the Morocco Pavilion. So one of them is there's this one room where it's like there's like a, a hole in the ceiling – like you look up and it's all tiles and it's absolutely beautiful. And then there's also like at night, especially when you look up with the minaret, which is the really big tower at night with like the glow on it. It's just stunning. I love that you said that. I love that you said like just that's that's so good. I love that. It's just so pretty. Everything is pretty, all, especially at night. All the lights. Yeah. You know, I just love it. Uh, I can't wait to go back. I, I finally have a new iPhone. I got the iPhone 12 plus oh, Pro. Jealous. Um, so... It, and it takes pictures at night really well. The, my only problem yeah. is I don't have steady hands. So yeah. it what it does is it you hit the, 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 the picture button and then it has like a little crosshair and you gotta keep it in the crosshair like because it's take it like the um, exposure is taking longer to do the exposure part of it. Okay. So it could take pictures in low lighting. So imagine that my lights at Disney uh, account on Instagram uh and just being able to take nicer pictures at night i just can't wait can't wait i love it anyways guys we will finish this tour i feel like we've been on epcot for at least a year i know (laughs) well it's i mean obviously like we're we're very busy brady is like really has stuff to do right now and we're trying to be respectful of his schedule but we want to make sure we get this done before he leaves so we're doing our best (laughs) Luckily, I'll have two weeks of quarantine time before yeah. I go and 
we could hopefully hash the rest of this tour yeah. at least out. But my name is Brayden McCleary, also known to you as Instagram. Wait, <laughs> I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Brayden McCleary, also known to you as Brady Cam on Instagram. Wow, I started off real rough and I ended real rough. So why don't we let my beautiful, sultry, luxurious, sultry. fellow host. Yikes. Yeah. As I sit here in like this ugly pajama t-shirt, like and I'm also, not wearing pants. Yeah, I wouldn't expect you to wear pants, but like this, this is what <laughs> like I look like such an old lady. Like my boobs look terrible. Like it's just like it's I I don't even know. Well, who am I trying to impress? First of all, but anyways, guys, now that I told you about my boobs, my name is <laughs> Annie at WGW Collective. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sad Boob Radio. This is your host. <laughs> Oh, God. I got to go make dinner. <laughs> Alrighty. I'll talk to you guys soon, and I'll miss you. Bye. Bye.